Welcome back to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence, and I would like to proclaim that we are now three for three. Three for three. Three <laughs> weeks into the school district, into the school year, and we, this is our third one, so uh, so far so good. And uh, I guess we'll start as you had the, the long weekend. Was it a have fun with your extra day? You know, I, I was talking with Mr. Toon this morning, and it was, it was really a long weekend. We had a lot going on, but yeah. one of the great things we got to do over the weekend was Go watch Brooke Goodson, our mm-hmm. AHS theater director and assistant high school director in Sister Act at the Granberry uh, Opera House, okay. uh, so their theater production of Sister Act, and it was absolutely sensational. I, I was super proud that we have an educator with that much talent, and, uh-huh. you know, we get to see a lot of our educators and scholars in productions at the Plaza in Granberry. We just enjoy going to watch theater, uh, especially when our, you know, when we get people involved, but... I tell you, it was it was a fantastic show. We laughed all night. And um, Brooke was very gracious after the show to come out and, and greet us. So it was it was a good night, a good weekend. So how awesome. about you? You do anything exciting? Um, exciting? I don't know if if exciting is the right word to use. Uh, watched watched some college football and, and oh, played yeah. some golf, and so uh, that was the golf the, is good. the excitement. Yeah, I mean it was playing golf was good. It was fun. The golf was not necessarily good. <laughs> All right, so first on our little list of things to discuss today is Tuesday, September 6th, we sent out something over the weekend about wearing maroon today and a uh, show of support, solidarity, whatever you want to call it, with uh, Uvalde's, their first day of school is today. And I uh, just thought I'd give you a chance just to explain you know, why that's important that we do those type of things. Uh, I think as we look across the state of Texas, we're, we're a huge state, yet when you talk about school districts, they always seem to be there to support each other. I, remember when the explosion happened in West and just the outpouring of support, you know, love, thoughts, prayers, and everything from across the state. And so, I, th- I you know, I, I know that there were several people that were promoting, you know, the opportunity to wear maroon. And we had people in our district and, and even people outside the district that contacted me and said, hey, we're going to do this. And so uh, sometimes on these situations, I, I really defer to you and, and – <laughs> Because uh, you don't always know how this will impact some people because right. some things like this can be a trigger for people maybe within the district that have had lost a loved one or, or, or something to some type of traumatic event. But I think across the state of Texas, seeing schools rally to support Uvalde in, in their return to school is just fantastic. And just walking around our office building and then seeing a couple of people from campuses that have been over here there's maroon everywhere, so there's right. a lot of support here in Alvarado ISD. Right, no doubt. And it's one of those things where things happen across the state and it'll impact everybody for a, a couple months or something. But this is one of those things that appears to have a, a lasting impact you know, on the, the state level with, with funding us. I mean, we would have loved to have you know, added police officers, but that kind of maybe kind of pushed us into that a little quicker maybe, you know, making sure we're going to get those police officers. And, and so it's, it's one of those things that will have a – it has had a lasting impact, you know, four or five months later already. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and as well it should. I mean, right. <laughs> uh, what, yeah. a, what a horrible, you know, just absolutely tragic situation. I can't fathom what the community's going through today, you know, what some right. of those parents are going through. But, you know, like I, I heard someone, a, a, a priest from uh, Uvalde say, you know, the people are resilient, you know, they're strong people, and, and we're here to support them. All right, and then something that we, I don't know if we've ever discussed it on the podcast, but we've discussed it, you know, at different meetings around the district, whatever it is, but 
a few years ago, our school board president at convocation talked about giving specific, meaningful compliments. And that is something that we've kind of taken with us since then. And it seemed like opening the, the newsletter this week, the, the uh, what you call it, a inside the district newsletter, that's really right. for the educators and everything. Uh, there seemed to be a ton of those spe- specific, meaningful compliments. I'm going to get that out good and, yeah, and clear a- once at least, <laughs> I promise. And so, uh, but just, uh, it seemed like there was a lot of those this week from uh, Coach Rayburn helping somebody with a microphone to uh, bus drivers helping a, a new bus driver. Uh, it just seemed like there was a, a ton of those. And it, it's great to see that we're three weeks in the school and, and seeing even more than we've seen the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I think that lots of times educators can be their own worst en- enemies. You know, yeah. there's some, uh, not necessarily from Alvarado ISD, but you see a lot of negativity on social media sometimes when it comes to talking about our profession. And right. I'm not so sure that uh, we've always been good at celebrating the greatness that, that happens uh, in and amongst our team members mm-hmm. and, and campuses. And so I, th- I think it was a great challenge uh, to look for the good. You know, I remember Mr. Head uh, talking about, you know, it doesn't cost anything uh, right. to to give someone a specific and meaningful compliment. And in doing so, it really not only builds that person up, but it, it encourages them uh, in, in, their, in the way that they conduct their business. And so this week was great. We should celebrate more, right? You right. know, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. So and I think that's one of the things we talk about is, you know, everybody talks about, you know, educators aren't happy because of educator pay and everything. And it, yeah. really, I think it's more about feeling appreciated and, right. and respected. Respected. You know, and, and so – Having that each week and just looking at those, and like I said, there were so many today. It just it got the day off to a start, a great start. It, it was really nice because a lot of them were very they articulated very well what uh, specifically, like it's you know it says what was done, and you know we have a lot of them there on social media, and I didn't pull those in this week because we had so many right. <laughs> that were that were sent to us, and we we always want to encourage our educators and. And it doesn't have to just be educators. We uh, had Mr. King, who's the director down at Helping Hands for Jesus, the mm-hmm. food bank here in our community. He sent one about our JROTC instructors and scholars. And so send those to us, uh, you know, Tommy Brown or, or Kenny Estes, and we'll get those things in the newsletter. Most definitely. And then also last week we had the return of the Old Settlers Parade. Uh, we weren't really sure if it was going to there was going to be a return <laughs> because there was lightning and lightning thunderstorms and uh we had the all clear from the lightning, I think, at about 4.50 right, right. before the kids had to be there at 5.30 for the 6 o'clock parade. And it was just great to see that get started again. And just the, the number of Alvarado ISD scholars that were involved, and uh, just great to see them, not just the, the band and the, the cheerleaders, but you had everybody who was in the different events, like the, the Queen pageant thing. Sure. And, uh, you had all the AYSA football players and cheerleaders and I think our girls' basketball team was in it. And so it was just great to see the involvement from Alvarado ISD, but then also great for the city of Alvarado to, to kick that off again and start that tradition back. Yeah, you know, it used to be a countywide thing, and I was glad to see that a lot of the fire departments from other right. communities were involved. But I think, you know, the the Johnson County Old Settlers Committee would love to see more involvement, but right. I think you're right. I think the district stepped up and had good participation, and hopefully that'll continue to grow. It was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, it was. you know, just watching the parade. I think you were downtown, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was right across the street from the gazebo. And we were up by the administration building, and right. that's the largest crowd I've seen there, and I can't remember when. I mean, the parking lot was packed, and the peop- the roads were lined even all the way up there. And so 
it, it's just fun. You know, it's yeah. good for, good for communities to uh, have that family feel to it. No doubt. And then this week at our football game Friday, we have our educator appreciation night. We had our first responders a couple weeks ago, and so excited about this one. Uh, we did an educator appreciation night at the baseball softball games right. last spring. Haven't done one at a football game in a couple of years due to COVID, but um, excited to see that. And we get some great door prizes, and then they all get the hot dogs and chips and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, also excited for the first time, we're going to have our two teachers of the year, our elementary and secondary teachers of the year, uh, go out with the football team and help with the coin flip, kind of like Chief Payovich did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was a great idea. I think I think that'll be really neat. I think the kids and the community will enjoy because a lot of that you talk about internal. You know, that's a lot of times, yeah. even though we share it on social media, they don't get to see those people. So I think that's great. And I hate gift buying. I'm not very – I love to, to buy people's <laughs> stuff, but I'm not very good at choosing right. stuff. But I think you and Mr. Toon have to be some of the best door prize uh, <laughs> purchase people I've ever seen. And so – we, we buy a lot of neat prizes for the educators. And, you know, they're a few weeks into the year. It's a little earlier maybe than we typically do it. But they're, I guarantee you they, they love getting together and celebrating together. And oh, yeah. so it'll, it's always fun. I, I love our educator appreciation night at our events. And it, it's a good, too, because not only is it for our educators, but it's for their families. Yeah, their they, get, they bring their kids, their spouses, and all that kind of stuff. They get the hot dogs and drinks and all that kind of stuff, too. So it's good to you get a little bit of a – uh, mingling, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Fellowship. Fellowship, I mean, there you go. Fellowship tell, with yeah, not just your fellow educators, but their family, yeah. which is cool. And it was packed last time we yeah, had it, it the last one before COVID. It, that cafeteria was packed. And so <laughs> it's a tailgate type thing, but we do it inside just because we all live in Texas. And right, it was a little warm. It's, yeah, it's warm and it. windy, and so it's, it's a good environment. All right, then you already mentioned it, but the JROTC last week went and donated some time at the Helping Hands there with Mr. King and just a, a spot of where we are now. We had great ROTC leadership for several years. Yeah, since 2003, I believe, the fall of 2003. It was uh, Colonel Spencer, Colonel Spencer and then also Sergeant uh, Austin. Sergeant Austin. And so uh, got some got some new blood in, got a, a Sergeant Major Smith and Lieutenant Colonel Corbett, and they have just kind of come in with – Everything. I mean, they a lot just of, a lot of energy, lot of energy. enthusiasm. Great word to use. Yeah, I think, yeah, we keep using it. <laughs> I'm trying to. Am I, I'm going through my rolodex of adjectives in my head, and I'm like, energy we'll the, keeps we'll coming. Get, I'm trying to think of something different, but we'll get the we'll thesaurus <laughs> out. But you know, somebody asked me this morning, you know, what how's the school year? That's you know typical. Yeah. To ask uh, how school year going, and it really has been fantastic. And I just like you're talking about. I resort back to the same two words: the energy and enthusiasm both high this year mm-hmm. and not just in our scholars but in our educators and that's exciting to see and sergeant austin recruited you know these and that that says something about his love and concern for the program right. that hey i want to give it if i'm going to hand it off i'm going to hand it off to two great people and and they're they're fantastic educators it's one of those things we talked about it a couple of different times back in the summer when we heard from the the coach at baylor who talked about you know you know I'm gonna. I'm. I'm here because of who they are, and that kind of to me, just hearing uh, Smith and and Corbett talk about things, the reason there's the reason they're so energetic and th- so enthusiastic is because of who Alvarado ISD is, where they came from to where where they are now. It's that support that they keep talking about, and it's just it's great to hear from them about how great things are going with those. Not just the administration over there at the high school, but also their scholars that they're excited about and they're 
the, the respect their scholars have for them. I, you know, I've talked to both of them several times, and, you know, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head there. That's what they, they say. They, they are excited about being here. And they said when they first got here, they thought, okay, this is kind of how it is <laughs> when you first right. get to Alvarado. But they said now that, you know, they, they will tell you that they see it throughout our organization. And I think Lieutenant Colonel Corbett explained it to me is that it was, uh, let's see, I'm going to get this incorrect here. <laughs> Unity of effort and unity of, unity of purpose, and that's what he sees in our in Alvarado ISD. And from someone that's new to the district, that's man, that makes you certainly proud. That because that's what we want. Mm-hmm. You don't know if that's how it's always received, right? All right. Then also last week we had our uh, yearly state of the district, if you if you call it that, at the uh, Alvarado Area Chamber of Commerce, and uh, went off great. Uh, a great crowd at the chamber meeting and. Uh, a lot of a lot of positive feedback. I mean, from the the members, uh, it's great that they give us that opportunity. We we always like to brag, and I'm sure people get tired of hearing me talk for sure. But to be able to put some stuff up there and show the highlights, like the you know just the, across the board and yeah. increased enrollment, the uh, historic year that we're coming off of, celebrating just accomplishments throughout. It's not all athletics or all fine arts. It's a, it's across the board, and so. It's a great to have that opportunity to brag. I feel, you know, I was sharing with someone, someone asked me this weekend, how did you think the presentation went? And I said, you know, I didn't feel like it went that well, honestly. You know, and I told you all that um, when, we, when we got finished. And it's because I think, uh, you know, when going by a presentation, you want to make sure you get all that information in. you got about 20, 25 right. minutes to get that in. So there's a little hurry about it and, and not time necessarily just to sit you know, say maybe what's on your heart, which is, and we have a fantastic school district full of a lot of great people. And I think our chamber, I think our community see, they see that, you know, because they see like the JROTC volunteering uh, at Helping Hands. They see the number of educators that are involved in local organizations like the Lions Club, the chamber. We have Mm -hmm. someone on the board in the chamber. And then uh, with Santa's Helpers and, and other things like the parade that you mentioned. And so, it's not just stops at our door. We we go outside and we're involved in the community, and we're we're thankful that the community is involved in our district. So right, and it seems like over the last few years that the the partnerships with the with the chamber, with the city, those types of groups have been a lot lot stronger with the school district. No doubt, I don't think they've ever been better, and we're very thankful for that. Or at least oh, not no in doubt. the time I've been in Alvarado. So, and then on the athletic front. Uh, a tough loss on Friday for the football team, their first loss of the season. And I think I might have texted you after the game or something, but, you know, eight more weeks of, of learning and, and figuring out this new system that they're all having to learn. And I think that's a, a different outcome in the first round of the playoffs if Kennedale ends up being that first-round opponent. Well, and we always know Kennedale salty that oh, they're going yeah. to play Alvarado. They want, they, on their schedule, they want to beat Alvarado, and we want to yes. beat Kennedale. So, but I, I will say – after week one, you, you don't know first week mm-hmm. how good each team is. That said, even though we lost, I came away knowing that we're a really good football team. Right. Uh, so that's exciting. And, and our you know, our, our JV and freshmen uh, beat Kennedale on Thursday evening. So that was that was great to see in our program. Our numbers are strong, and that's fantastic. And I don't know why, but it's never – I've never really seen the, like, hey – we hate Alvarado stuff from from the Kennedale side, like right. like the big rivalry stuff. But it seemed like this week, 
you know, because they're, where their press box is, it's right, right above their seats, right? Mm-hmm. And there were there were some folks out there, man. I don't know if they had their girlfriend stolen by a kid from Alvarado <laughs> in high school or what it was, but there was some there was some real dislike. I don't know if hate's the right word, but some real dislike. And I was like, oh, that's. I was kind of excited to see. I was like, that's there good. It is I'm, rivalry, right? I, I know uh, my very first year here in Alvarado. I think we beat them like something ridiculous, like six to nothing or fourteen to seven. It was like a one score game. Right. We went for it on fourth down in our uh, our own end of the field, and and uh, uh, it's always been that way. You know, we seem to get up and play each other very well. And even right. though we're not always in a school district or in an athletic district with them, it's it's always good, tough competition. All right, then volleyball had a couple wins, one a really great win on Tuesday, and then Friday <laughs> we'll just say it was a win. It was a win, you know. Uh, I'm probably doing too much talking today, by oh, the way. Good. But uh, we got the chance to slide by and see that game mm-hmm. uh, Friday afternoon before the Kennedale game. My wife and I did, and and uh, I can tell you, uh, I saw some of our 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 fans that weren't very pleased even with the win because right. we have a a lot of potential and and we may not have played our best. And but a but a wins, it's good in in those tough games, in my opinion to still come out with a victory because right. it could have gone the other direction. And, and that, our kids hung in there and, and fought hard. That's one of the things I'm, I think I said to Coach Rayburn when he got to the football game is, you know, it, you hate to have to watch those type of games, but that talks a little bit about how far they're coming. If right. They, they do not play their best and don't – not even – maybe even consider it playing good, but you still come out with a win. Right. You know, if you're going to be good, you're going to make deep playoff runs. You have to win whenever you're not at your best. And – Maybe they're trying to figure out how to do that. I, I think it's, it shows the transformation of our program over the yeah. last, you know, whatever, 15 or 20 years, really, in the sense that we've gone from just being happy with any victory to, hey, this isn't the, the standard we live up to. Right. And, and that's even with a very young team. You know, you've mentioned it several times to me about the youth that we have on that mm-hmm. varsity team. I mean, in a lot of places it would be your JV in the sense of having so many – sophomores on the court at one time right. uh, although they're fantastic players uh, we are we are very young but they fought hard in a t- in a tough in a tough time when uh, it was the ad- adversity was you weren't playing to your level uh, and so they they came out with the victory I'm glad because it was close <laughs> too close <laughs> all right then cross country they ran at Flower Mound Marcus this last weekend and um, coach Bishop continues to throw them out there against the very best. I don't know. He could have me and you out there running, and he's going to throw us at one of those meets, I think. <laughs> thank thank God it's not us. But <laughs> yeah, I, and I agree. And I, I think this week they're actually headed to McKinney. And I don't. I hate to think of how early they're going to have to leave to be at a – the race starts at 7. So you're thinking of a show-up time of 6, 6.15 maybe. And so um, more power to Coach Bishop. He's able to do that. Yeah, him and, he, uh, he is. Uh, him and Coach – Hubel. Hubel. There you go. Yeah. It was – in my head, I just couldn't say it for some reason. And then tennis did not play last week, and they have kind of a, a couple weeks off. They don't play again until next Thursday. They host Ferris to start district next week. And so have their non-district schedule now a couple weeks to fine-tune some things, figure out, you know, who's going to be playing where and who's going to be playing with who in the mix stuff. And so uh, looking forward to district starting next week for tennis against Ferris. And that is a home game or match 
apologize, Mr. Tennis. It's a <laughs> match home match next, I, I next Thursday. I wasn't going to correct you. I'm still trying to get the volleyball stuff down, so <laughs> a match and sets. Right. So. so next Thursday at home against Ferris, they'll start district. And then our calendar for this week, uh, not a not a whole lot. Thursday's a little busy, but outside of that, not too crazy. Two, tonight, tonight is Tuesday. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> messing me up. And me too. Uh, volleyball will be at Chisholm Trail at 4.30 and 5.30. And then nothing going on Wednesday night. And then Thursday, uh, we got ninth and JV football is at Lincoln at 6.15 and 7.30. Ninth and JV volleyball is actually at a South Hills tournament. That'll be all day. We don't have times for that yet. Junior Hub football gets started. They've been practicing for three weeks now. And now it's finally time to go hit somebody else. And so they'll get to play at Glenrow starting at 4.30. On Thursday, those games will be at 4.30, 5.30, 6.30, and then finally uh, capping off with eight thirty or 7.30 for eighth grade. And then junior high volleyball is at Godley at 5 and 6 on Thursday. And so a ton going on on Thursday, but none of it is inside the city limits. Right, it's all out. And Friday, uh, volleyball starts district at Godley. Uh, 4.30 start time for varsity, and then JV and freshman will be after that. And then we already discussed it a little bit, but football will be hosting Lincoln for Educator Appreciation Night at 7.30. And then Saturday, uh, we just mentioned it, cross country will be at the McKinney-Boyd uh, meet. And then JV and ninth grade volleyball return to the South Hills Tournament. And junior high volleyball, the A-teams, have their tournament at Dietrich Middle School in Midlothian. So anything else you want to add or – uh, we just we want to uh, thank everyone for the support at our events. We've had, you know, some family events and some different things going on in the district, and the outpouring of support has been fantastic. I know on the athletic side of things that they're really trying to get more scholars involved in going and supporting our teams when they play, and we're seeing a much better uh, crowds at our events, and we're excited about that. Very good. All right. So and until next time. Hashtag Alfredo Excellence.